Welcome everybody to the So Many Shows podcast. We're here tonight with a roundtable, and we've decided for the evening to call it a roundtable rumble. Not that we're going to be fighting over anything, but uh, we are very passionate about our television, so we'll be defending our positions on why we are looking forward to certain shows. So, the question for the roundtable tonight will be, what shows are you most looking forward to in the fall lineup now i know a couple have started already so we may get some that have already started but if they haven't we're going to let you know where you can find them what day they're starting and what time and we're going to tell you why we're so excited about them so um we have several people here we have wendy and jay yeah we have the dailies from daily review hello hey there we have monica of monica's reality Hey there. You can find her talking about reality shows on the So Many Shows site. And uh, Wendy does ColonyInvasion.com, and she likes all kinds of shows. And uh, so one of our guests tonight had an idea about what to call this particular version of the So Many Shows Roundtable Rumble. And that idea was the Wheel of Shows. Where it stops, nobody knows. Because we don't know. We don't know what each other's going to say. So that should keep it more interesting. So you might hear some of the same shows, and that just means they're really popular with us. So, And then we're going to have a little bit of time in between if we do want to pose some questions to each other. So I think I'm going to start with Mrs. Caroline Daly. And we would like to find out, Caroline, what are you most looking forward to in the fall lineup? Well, hey guys, I'm really looking forward to This Is Us. It is an Emmy um, in so many different categories. It has an ensemble cast with um, Milo and Mandy Moore, and they're amazing. Um, but now I don't even feel like they get to just be the only actors that we really focus on because Sterling K. Brown won for Outstanding Lead Actor as well in the series, and Chrissy Metz was also nominated. So I feel like they just have an amazing grouping there. We got to see them on um, a panel, and they were all so excited to get back to filming. Uh, the start date for that is going to be Tuesday, September 26th at 9 p.m. on NBC. And um, if you haven't ever seen the show before, have any of you guys seen it? I have not. You have not. Okay, well, so it's an it's really well shot. The pilot was like a movie unto itself. It had like a great beginning, middle, end. It was twisty and turny, and the way that it all uh, just captured you, it grabbed you, it made you stick with it in such a way that I honestly, it could have been a movie all to itself. And the rest of the season lived up to that pilot, which, you know, it rarely does. And it really did. It continued with a whole bunch of twists and turns. Uh, the parents are the Rebecca and Jack. And they do this great thing where they do um, like flashbacks. So you get to see the kids when they're young. And then you get to see them now. And we all know from the get that the father has passed away at this point in time. But as viewers, we don't know how or why. And so that's sort of the outstanding question by all audience members. But, um, but Milo was on stage and talked about this and said, you know, everybody's going to die guys. So don't focus on when Jack's going to die, focus on like what he does and how he lives his life. And it was just a great message. So I felt like it's a great family show. You can watch it with your kids, but it just, it, it really hits everything for everyone. I, I have one question for you, Caroline. I, I able to put it aside to go to sleep at night. 
I would say that you get very invested in the characters. I would say it's very on parenthood um, and a lot of other really great family dramas. Um, but they, they keep you um, balanced with the funny moments and the tender moments. So I feel like it's not something that you're going to go to bed like tormented about. Mm -hmm. um, but you'll definitely you know want to know what the characters are up to next week. You'll feel oh. something for sure. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else have any questions about This Is Us? All right. What do you have next for us, Caroline? Um, I'm also really excited about Will and Grace. So that's coming on Thursday at 9 p.m., September 28th, also on NBC. And if you guys remember, Will and Grace came out back in 1989. And I can't even believe it's been that long. That, like, hurts my head. That <laughs> I was around for that then and completely enjoyed it. It was, like, the, the crazy antics of Grace and Will, who were, um, like, a young professional woman, Deborah Messing, and a young professional lawyer who also happened to be gay, Eric McCormick. And they had these two zany friends, Jack and Karen. And um, they were just so funny and hilarious. So I'm really excited. This is going to pick up 11 years later as a as a um, reunion show type thing. And apparently how it left off in the finale, they're going to scrap that completely. And they said that um, we're just going to ignore how the show ended. That was just like a daydream kind of episode. And instead, they're going to just start off with just our four main characters. So no one's going to be married. There's no kids. There's nothing, none of that. As it ends, Offerman comes on often, and he's hilarious. So you know that's going to be awesome. <laughs> And he's married to the Karen actress in real life, right? Is that right? He is. Megan Mullally. Me Megan yes, Mullally. they are. And they are quite a duo. If you've ever seen them on Parks and Rec, they're mm. hilarious. Awesome. Okay. Any other comments on that? I didn't know that they were scrapping the ending, and so that's good information. That's good Do to you hear. Think Rosario will be back? I believe Rosario, who is Karen's maid and sort of like right-hand man, uh, will be back. Uh, she's like a good uh, foil to Karen in a lot of antics. So I'm looking forward to that. And I know Just Jack character will be hilarious and just the kind of guy that you end up repeating his lines throughout the week. Yeah. Awesome. You know, what's so funny is that we spent so much time watching um, – will be so serious in criminal minds that to see him in 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 humor again say i have my teenager who's addicted to criminal minds so i'm like oh well now he's going to be in this show and she's like wait he's funny <laughs> so, well, you know what else is interesting just like in the changing times is apparently nbc originally back in 89 told them to really play down the gay portions of the show which looking at the show now i mean jack could not have been more flamboyant. So I think that's kind of hilarious yeah. that they said that. And now, you know, they said repeatedly they are going to more than own it this go round. So I guess it's just going to really be amped up, which which I'm looking forward to. Awesome. All right, like you... age every week. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any others for us, Caroline, or is it time to move on? Two that I'm looking forward to, but my counterpart here does have some. Okay. We'll hog the mic right away. Yeah, let's go with Paul Daly. Oh, I guess we will hog the mic right away. <laughs> um, okay, my two shows are both um, uh, comic book type shows. The first one is The Inhumans. Does anybody here follow the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Mm -mm. All right. Just a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Well, okay. Uh the Inhumans have been kind of a, a story thread 
throughout that that show the people with powers are being referred to mostly as inhumans on that show and so this is more or less a spin-off of marvel agents of shield uh concerning the the royal family of the inhumans it does have its roots in in the comics i'm not positive how close they're gonna same and and looks like they're gonna have the same powers which is pretty cool the main guy's name is black bolt and uh, what's cool about him is that he can't talk because if he does everything around him just just gets destroyed it's just like his voice just just destroys things so you have a you have the lead actor in this thing and he can't say anything that's that's pretty unusual for a, an action show you know yeah for sure um, and so what what has me kind of revved up about this is that it, that it will lead right into Marvel Agents of Shield after that. So this plays first for eight shows. It's going to start on September 29th. It's a Friday. They're going to play the first two episodes back to back starting at 8 p.m. on ABC. And then when that run is over, that's when Marvel Agents of Shield will pick up. Okay. Great. You have something else for us? I do. Uh, right. I also enjoy Arrow. Does anybody watch Arrow? I have watched some Arrow. And I'm The not, Flash not. and Supergirl and all that? Mm-hmm. All right. So then you know how exciting the, the um, finale was at the end of last season. Well, I'm not caught up. I've watched some of it, but I'm not caught up, so I don't know the... Well, let me spoil it for you. The, yeah. the episode ends with Oliver in a small boat with his son, who doesn't even know that this is his dad, and the guy that was keeping him captive, who kills himself knowing that there's a bomb linked to his body, that if, that if he dies, then all these bombs all across the island are going are gonna to explode. And it just so happens that everybody Oliver knows is on the island. So we don't know who's going to live, who's going to die. It's... If someone doesn't die, that would be surprising. So since everybody's on the island, it's it's kind of you know biting our fingernails waiting to see who makes it. So it's pretty exciting stuff. Is this like a crossover with Lost? I'm hearing about the island, it's pretty exciting. It's uh, the, it is it's it's more or less a, a creepy island, but there are no magical properties. Uh, that's not that's not true. There are magical properties there. There there was a ghost that one time, but uh, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. But okay. but nothing nothing quite as quite as uh, you know uh, main major as as the island itself. Okay, cool. All right. Do you have anything else for us? Or are you ready for the next victim? Uh, I am all finished. Okay. Would you like to select who goes next, Paul? Your choice, Paul's choice. Ooh, he's on the spot. I like that. on the wheel of shows. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> Jay. Turn it! It stopped on Jay. All right, let's hear it. I remember this, Paul. <laughs> and Jay, right. I'm, Jay is the yeah. founder of so many shows.com. We're all a big team, but this was his uh, brainchild. So, and he is the um, AKA Proxy Snyder on Twitter. So, if you're a Colony fan, you may have interacted with him on Twitter. So, just got to give you a little intel about Jay. All right, so what do I have? You know, I have like 400 shows because that's why we are so many shows. But first one, um, I'm going to go with The Blacklist, NBC, Wednesday night, 8 p.m., September 27th. Um, uh, James Spader, Megan Boone, 
my favorite character, or one of my favorite characters in the whole wide world, Raymond Reddington. He's just a big, bad criminal overlord guy who's got his hands into everything. Um, season five is actually what's coming back next week. I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of good stuff. We, um, If you've never watched the show, one of the things for the previous four seasons everybody always wanted to know is who was uh, Megan Boone, her character, Elizabeth Keene, who was her father. And season four ended with the revelation that Raymond Reddington is her father. And, of course, in typical blacklist fashion, that might not necessarily be the truth. So there's still more to learn. There's still more crooked dealings in murder, mayhem, and chaos to come, and I'm pretty excited about that. And my boy Pete with so many shows is going to help me video cast our reviews of it this this uh, season. So that's pretty exciting, too. Nice. You guys may, uh, may have seen Pete, Pete from the Street, his video series um, on so many shows.com. He followed the center, as did many of us, and he had some video recaps for that. So Pete's not with us on tonight, but you'll definitely be seeing more of Pete and Jay, it sounds like. Yeah. You know, this was hard, too, because I didn't want to pick too many shows. And, man, this fall season just has so many. And I felt lucky that you guys were going to grab a whole bunch of them. But um, Bull is coming back. Anybody else watch Bull like Michael Weatherly? Have I seen mm. Bull? Tracy, what's wrong with you? Tell me more. Tell me why I should watch it. Lord. Um, you know, I'm almost like a fangirl in that I just love Michael Michael Weatherly. I just think he's just a cool dude. When I grow up, I'm going to be kind of suave and awesome like he is. That's just my plan. Um, Bull is about a psychologist who works in uh, the area of trial science. So he is hired by um, high-profile attorneys to come in as like a jury expert to help pick juries to sway the decision one way or another. Um, this is actually season number two for Bull. Does premiere Tuesday night, 9 p.m. on CBS. Um, he's kind of a smarky, snarky, almost egotistical, very suave, smart kind of guy that um, knows his way around the courtroom and kind of knows the psychological aspects behind the juries. And it's, um, it's kind of fun to see him put things together. So I'm excited to see season two of that. Cool. Um, and I'm just going to throw two more out there very quickly. Yeah. Again, there's so, so many. Um, something very interesting to me, and I wasn't sure that I actually was going to watch it, and I made that decision actually um, over this weekend that I probably shouldn't miss it. A new thing from NBC or kind of a, an offshoot of a new thing from NBC, Law & Order, is starting their true crime uh, anthology with the Menendez murders. Um, that's coming um, Tuesday, 10 o'clock on NBC. It's an eight-part series all about that uh, famous trial from, uh, what was that, 94-ish, I think. Um, if anybody doesn't remember the Mendez brothers, they were on trial for killing their uh, parents uh, in Beverly Hills. I think the guy was um, like a network executive or something. It was a really big deal. I don't know, 20 years ago. So I'm interested to see how it fits into the whole law and order theme um, mm -hmm. and then the story themselves. So that should be interesting. And when, when does uh, that start? That's Tuesday, 10 o'clock, NBC, 26. Okay. Um, and then the only other thing, and I don't know, I feel maybe kind of girly because I watch it. I don't know. Um, Madam Sac Secretary comes back. I've heard good Madam things. Secretary? Yeah, I've heard good uh, things about that. That, um, that show actually, for me, 
Um, I, you know, one of those days, I don't know, a year and a half ago, I was bored on Netflix. I needed something new to watch, and I just grabbed it, started watching it. Um, we're on season four now. Um, that stars uh, Tia Leone and uh, Tim Daly. It actually premieres Sunday, October 8th. Um, on CBS, and um, it's, uh, you've never seen it, Tio, Tia Leone is a female Secretary of State, obviously in a world where everything is always kind of a mess, and uh, her family always seems to be involved in one way, shape, or form, and so it makes for some pretty good drama. I'm interested to see where the show goes this year, as um, lately the, the family has been targeted um, by some terrorists and overseas bullies, so um, it should be interesting to see where it goes. Nice. All right, Paul. And that's can, all she Paul, can we get the sound effect again for our, our uh, episode tonight? The wheel of shows. All right. It was like a haunted wheel. <laughs> I was going to say it's the Halloween edition. Yeah. All right, Jay. We got Imagine it. like a rusty sound. Where did it stop, Jay? Who's next? Um, it stopped at Monica. Monica. Congratulations, Monica. Hey, y'all, this is Monica with Monica's Reality, and I'm going to talk about some reality shows because, well, I seem to be the queen of reality these days. Um, I've got several fun shows coming up this year that I'm pretty excited about, and the first one is Survivor. It is coming back on Wednesday, the 27th, at 8 o'clock on CBS. And the good thing about this is it's on TV, not just their all access. So I'm really excited about that. And this season is heroes versus healers versus hustlers. And how they came up with that name is how these people are perceived in their daily life. And if you are not a Survivor fan, Survivor, I believe this is the 35th season. I mean, this show just keeps getting better and better. And after last season of Game Changers, the game is just getting more and more fun and ruthless, really, because people are realizing that, um, you know, you, you can't just go based off of relationships. This game started on, you know, and it was relationships and people were shocked when they side <clears throat> swiped somebody or blindsided them. And now if you're not doing a whole lot of lying and scheming, you're not getting anywhere. So I am pretty pretty excited about this and what's really fun to watch is that it's still such an incredibly popular show after all these years it just doesn't quit how many years has it been how many um, seasons I believe, we're, I believe we're on our 30 this is the 35th season wow she's right i didn't mean to fact check her but that sounded like <laughs> such a huge number i googled it right away and <laughs> sure enough it is i can't even believe it yeah 35 yeah, last year was probably, and, and they're saying this year is going to top this past season. The past season, Game Changers had all of our favorites from previous shows, and that was just, it rocked it out. So we're going to have something now called a Super Idol, so that's pretty exciting. You'll have to watch to find out that, but um, I'm pretty excited for it to see how the game changes. What do you think, Monica? I, I used to watch it. I watched it for about maybe seven seasons or so, so I'm way back there. If I were to jump in now... Do you think I would like it as much? I think you would actually like it better because mm. I watched it way back when. I kind of dropped off and I picked back up a few seasons ago. And because it's ever evolving and they're making it harder, um, 
I think you'll like it better than you did before because it is so much harder to get through, you know, to get mm -hmm. to the end. It's not that easy. Okay. You have me interested. <laughs> so what else is in Monica's reality tonight? Well, you know, I've been talking on my, on my reality um, video cast. I've been talking about 90 day fiance and this is a guilty pleasure of mine. This is on TLC it's on Sunday nights and it's, it started, um, it's, we've had a couple seasons now, and basically what it does is it follows couples who um, have a love interest in another country, and the K-1 visa program in the United States is you bring them over, you have to apply for the visa, you bring them over, and once they're here, they have 90 days to either get married or that person has to leave. And mm. it is full of love and drama because you know you have those couples that are really in it for love and then you've got some that are only in it for the green card and one of my favorite things to do is see how quickly I can figure it out on which one is which oh, okay um, and they've done somewhere they've done a couple see they've done a season where it's after the 90 days um, we're in a season right now of before the 90 days so that's kind of funny to watch and see how they interact. Um, so, you know, check that out because I have a lot of fun with it. Okay. I didn't know much about that one before. Thanks. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. If you like a little drama, why not? <laughs> um, another one of my favorites that I've been watching since the beginning um, is Hell's Kitchen. It's on Fox on Friday nights. It comes back on the 29th um, and it's on at 8 o'clock on Friday nights. Um, and, you know, this is just good fun. Um, who doesn't love them? Some Gordon, Gordon Ramsay and him really getting on everybody and saying it like it is. Sometimes he just says things that I wish I could say to people, but I'd probably get punched if I did. So um, watching okay. him has been, you know, has always been a lot of fun. And he's got several shows across the board, but I think this is one of my more favorites. Now, here's a question, Monica. Do you like to cook? You know, I used to, but since my kids are grown and out of the house, I kind of went on strike now, so. There you go. It's <laughs> well earned, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep, so um, in my last show, um, this one I'm excited about, but I'm also kind of bummed about it. I'm going to talk about it, even though there's probably going to be a lot of people, because I, I, I don't know if I can say this, but I kind of feel like it's a bait and switch, but I actually have CBS All Access, Star Trek Discovery. It's mm. starting tonight, the 24th, on CBS. They're going to show it on their channel tonight. Um, but then it's supposed to be switching only to their all-access, which CBS is the only network that I've found that charges you, where most if, most networks, if you have a cable subscription, you can watch their on-demand. CBS, you do have to pay, I believe it's like 7 to ten dollars depending on it's kind of like hulu depending on if you want commercials um, okay but i'm still pretty excited to check it out okay okay yeah well, it's got sonequa martin green i know everybody's excited about that all the walking dead fans for sure yeah and i'm a trekkie from when i was a kid so oh, I, I, got, yeah. I have no choice i gotta watch it <laughs> well, we'll be watching it too cool so, awesome. so i think we'll probably be hearing more about it then on uh, so many shows.com all right, I think we need uh, to hear about that wheel again, Paul. 
Who's next on the Wheel of Shows? Oh, why couldn't this be a video podcast? <laughs> Where did, did it put it on land? a cape, so I don't know if that's oh. weird or not. Oh, my God. Where did it land, Monica? It landed on Miss Wendy. Oh, Wendy. boy. Oh, boy. So, what am I watching? <laughs> Um, I'm actually super excited. Tomorrow night is the premiere of The Good Doctor on ABC. And uh, I happen to really dig Freddie Hightower because he is a high more. I mess up everybody's names. I happen to really dig Freddie um, from the Bates Motel. I loved him in the, the role there because he was like the perfect amount of creep. Um, but I'm super excited about this show. I love medical dramas, and I love the fact that they are showcasing someone with special needs in a good light, as opposed to um, some of the ways we, we see them. I have probably watched the video um, trailer uh, maybe 10 or 15 times and find something new just about his expressions and what I'm excited that I think he's going to bring to the role. So that's on tomorrow night at, uh, I think it's at 10 o'clock on ABC. Um, and, okay, Stranger Things. We have to talk about Stranger Things, too, because that is coming out on October 27th on Netflix. And um, my world has turned into a strange world. It was a little strange to begin with, but um, it is definitely, I mean... I didn't think that the show was going to become as big as it did. And then I didn't think that our family was become as invested into it as we are. So that show starts um, a couple of days before Thanksgiving. And I, I don't even know what to say about how much I love it. I think it's just a great show. It's, it, it, I mean, let's face it. Those kids are kids when I was a kid. So yeah. everything that they're doing, I'm reliving in my head. So when I turn around to my now 15-year-old and I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to have a bike like that. Or, yeah, we used to go bike riding at night with, you know, nobody cared that we were out or we went home when our moms were home. Um, so not only is it a return back to my childhood where I was, but it, it is also a return to um, to a genre that I like. I like it, you know shows that show kids in ways where they are empowered to help themselves. Yes. So I'm very excited about that show. And then, hey, Wendy, is, is your area doing anything um, to promote the show? Like here in Houston. Um, like on October 28th, which is just a couple of days, um, Stranger Things is going to come out on Halloween. Um, like our local place called Avant Garden is throwing this whole Stranger Things thing party where it's like they're changing the whole bar and restaurant into Hawkins and the Upside Down. And they're going to serve waffles and have arcade games and a first edition Dungeons and Dragons contest and all kind of inspired art and all this stuff. So that's where Paul and I will be for our Halloween weekend party. But are you guys finding other pop-ups like that going around the country? Actually, um, I, I just took my son to a, a gaming store today and they're having a big Dungeons and Dragons um, uh, tournament uh, on the 28th to celebrate it. And there's a pop-up, I want to say it's in Boston. There's a pop-up bar that's all about stranger things. And, uh, I would love to go to that bar. I mean, it's totally decorated like, um, like the upside down and they have specific drinks. And I think they have like a fake bar running around. It would be so cool. 
I happen to live in a, a small town, so not a whole lot goes on, but I live right smack in the middle between New York City and Boston. Cool. So if I could, I would go to one of those. Sadly, on, well, not sadly, but on uh, Halloween, we have a big Halloween party here with a bunch of teenagers. So, uh, but last year, Eleven showed up at my house for Halloween. That was super cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, the the show I'm probably the mo- I I don't know I guess I'm the most excited about coming up is uh, the Walking Dead is coming back series uh, season eight right is coming yeah. back October twenty second on AMC is the date that I have down and um, I'm I'm really looking forward to what's happening next. Because if I'm really true with myself, I've loved Walking Dead for a long, long, long time. Um, I kind of got a little freaked out last year and didn't pay as much attention as I normally would. I still love the show, but I, it t- I actually took a break for a couple of um, episodes after season seven, episode one, because I was so freaked out by it. So I caught up and, you know, I got back to it. And, um, you know... the they have nothing to lose. So this is going to be one heck of a ride. And um, I'm very, very, very excited about it. Hey, they've got a tiger on their side this time. That's, That's right. It. That's it. And isn't it, isn't it their 100th episode as well? It is. Yes. It is. I'm actually thinking about going to Walker Stalker this year um, here in New York City because uh, I had tickets two years in a row and couldn't come because I had sick kids. So I'm really oh. hoping. I know. It really, I would love to go to Walker Stalker this year because I think it would be such a great um, year to go, although I, I, would, I would miss Glenn. Yeah. Well, you never know if he might be there. Yeah, you never know. The returning cast often uh, comes back. So I'm going to the one in Atlanta, and he's not able to come to the one in Atlanta. uh, I think he's filming out of the country for a while. So we're at that time. Um, So bummer. But maybe maybe he'd be able to come to New York. Who knows? Yeah. But I would highly Um, recommend it. It's fun. Oh, good, good. Yeah, actually, I didn't get to go a couple of years ago, and I tweeted out my heartbroken, sad, Lamont, uh, you know, brokenheartedness about it, and he tweeted me back, so totally oh, wow. made up a little bit. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I'll, that, that was another reason I was very sad Glenn died, because he's now yeah. my friend, because he tweeted me, you know, so. Um, and I have to give a shout-out to a new show that I really wasn't sure I was going to like, but I started watching it, and now I'm totally digging it. And it's uh, The Orville that started a couple of weeks ago on Fox, and um, I, it comes on at 9 o'clock, and I am totally riveted now. Actually, it comes on at 9 o'clock. It started the previews for a couple of weeks on a Sunday. It moved to Thursday, so now it's on Thursday nights. And the first two weeks were setting us up, letting us know what was happening and what was going on with the show and the characters and got to introduce us to everybody. But that third episode, boy, they pulled no punches. They went right for the throat and they went right for um, an interesting and controversial show. And my Twitter feed has blown up. It's still blowing up about it. And uh, they talked about transgender and transgender rights and rights of a parent and it was an excellent episode if they continue on in that way um i'm it will remain a favorite for me and i i like seth uh mcfarland but i'm low-key in love with scott grimes right now because he's hysterical and um he's just so irreverent and hysterical and i love 
pretty much everything that he does. Well, interesting tying your last two together. I, well, I haven't watched the Orville, um, but I've been reading the dailies uh, recaps and reviews about it. So I kind of feel like I know, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit about what's going on. And I was interested to learn from the dailies that Chad Coleman from The Walking Dead is one of the characters in the storyline you were just talking about with the, um, what is it, an all-male species or something? Yeah. And so I, I can't remember the names, but that's it's interesting. You mentioned those two shows, and he was um, was and now is on the Orville. So. Yeah, it's a g- good show. Cool. Anybody else have any questions or thoughts for Wendy's picks? I'm just super excited for The Walking Dead. I'm a huge <coughs> fan, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to yeah. All the different content that so many shows is going to be coming out. We're going to have lots of different stuff for it. Yep. Yeah, I think there's a lot of excitement for that. Just to add one silly thing about Stranger Things, um, because she mentioned the pop-up bars. There's been a couple across the country, and if you have time, when you're done listening to this fabulous podcast, you should Google the Stranger Things cease and desist letter. So uh, there was a pop-up bar, I think, in Chicago, somewhere in that area, um, that did one for six weeks and uh, hugely successful, but it was not approved or licensed by straight, um, Stranger Things. They, they let it go because uh-huh. they did a fairly good job with it, whatever. Um, but then they found out that that owner wanted to extend it another six weeks, and so Stranger Things sent them a cease and desist um, letter because they hadn't licensed, they hadn't reached out to them or whatever. Um, But it's very cool because they wrote it from the kids. (laughs) Ah. So if you get a chance, read it. It's really funny. It's really cute. Um, And it's not like they were super mad at them or we're going to sue them or anything or whatever. Uh, But they just wanted them to work kind of in tandem with them. And they may have by now because this all happened just a few days ago. But it is really a very cute, funny uh, cease and desist letter. You should Google it and check it out. How clever, because you can't get mad at the kids. <laughs> right. The kids <laughs> right. Well, and they were extremely fair about it in that letter, because they were like, mm-hmm. go ahead and finish out your six weeks. It's cool, right. but, like, can you just don't do any more of exactly. these? So, like, oh, they truly cool. didn't even, like, make them close the doors or anything. Right. They were really cool about it. Yes, it was very cool about it. You know what I love about that cast is how much, how friendly they are outside of the um the show every time i see those kids together they're having a blast i mean who wouldn't be to be that like you know um to be that successful i I mean i'm sure they didn't expect for it to become this much of a of a phenomenon and i mean i see these kids i did you see the boys on on the red carpet at the emmys i was like oh my gosh you're so i love cute. those kids i love I those do. kids They're so, I it's do. like you could go hang out with them tomorrow and it would yes. just be so much fun right did Absolutely. you did you guys see it yet i have yeah. not all right well mike mike is in it yeah. he plays a, a character named richie tozier and he plays him perfectly it's uh if you see the kid on the uh on the previews with the big googly glasses that's that's mike and that's richie tozier and he's he's the class clown of the group and he gets all of the best lines that's awesome yeah i don't think any of these kids are going to be one hit wonders and that's just evidence of it right there have you ever heard gayton sing you should google him he is an 
amazing singer, and he was actually cast in Les Mis for a while. And if you just Google him, and uh, I, I don't know how I ended up figuring this out, but if you Google him and listen to some of his, his stuff, he's like, holy crap. Wow. All cool. of them. You know what? I, I changed my mind. I hate these kids. I, <laughs> I, I didn't get to be this talented. Forget it. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Okay. I know I'm the only one left to go, but I'd kind of like to hear Paul one more time. Yeah, just for fun. Has to happen. Has to. Let's do it. Tracy, you're next on the Wheel of Shows. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Oh, I'm so hiring him to do further audio for us. I love yes. it. He's wearing like a pirate's hat now, so it's getting really, really expensive. He's, he's had like 10 costume changes probably during he this. He cannot so. wear the cape to bed. I'm over it. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Okay. Well, I'm going to pick up um, with a couple of my uh, cohorts here, The Walking Dead. I'm definitely, definitely... Uh, Looking Dead, 100th episode premiere, like Wendy told us, AMC, 9 p.m. Eastern on October 22nd. That's a Sunday night. And I am just, I am a fanatic. I'll go with it. Um, it has just been a large part of my uh, social life, too, with friends and going to conventions. Um, I live near Sonoy, where they do most of the filming so I love to go visit um, locations where they filmed before like oh that's where Daryl did such and such and you know it's just really fun um, it's a it's a fun thing to do around here and um, we, uh, I'm all about the parties for the premiere and my friend Tamisha and I always um, have some sort of party and we've had different themes when they were on the road for a while we did sort of a campfire theme and had like campfire food and uh, when they had moved into Alexandria we built a wall uh, that would fit on our table, but it was... Who paid it, for that wall? Uh, good question. Yeah, I recycled a box out of my garage, a large box with the corrugated um, material, and then painted it kind of the, the silver and rust colored, so it had that um, look that it does yeah. on TV. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we got some pictures out there. If you, if you Google enough, you might find them. Um, so we had all, the whole Alexandria theme that year. So, yeah, I just get really excited about it. You kind of... If, if you're already a fan, you know that you kind of feel like these people are your family. Of course, they're not, but um, you just get really invested in the characters. And if you do have any hesitation about it, you don't have to love zombies to watch the show. They are very important. You know that I would never want to downplay the importance of the zombie in the story, and they do a great job. Um, but you don't have to love zombies to enjoy the show. And if zombies freak you out a little bit... You uh, should also know that they cover a lot of behind the scenes for um, the makeup and the stunts and everything that if, if that kind of freaks you out, you can watch those segments. So maybe it uh, pulls you away a little bit and you, you see that it's, it's just pretend. But, Tracy, um, would you agree that this season, though, uh, as, as the seasons go on, the, it seems like the walkers are becoming less and less important or, um, or in, in front? Yeah, I mean, I think it goes. In, I think they went on this this trail for a good while, where where they had to learn how to deal with them. They had to learn how to deal with more of them, and then it sort of slows down. And then you realize, wait, the only threat in this world is not this new world is not the zombies. The people are just as, if not more, dangerous. So yeah, the spotlight, especially this past season, has definitely been more on the um, the people, you know, that are bad 
in this new world. And now I think it's kind of turning a corner and instead of, I get the impression that maybe that instead of fighting the zombies as much, they're almost starting to utilize them now and weaponize them um, against people. So it's kind of kind of come full circle a little bit for me. That's just, that's kind of what I'm seeing. But, but yeah, it's been different um, amounts of focus on them throughout. That's true. So I'll be anxious to see a few more weeks. Um, so that's a returning show. I'm excited about it. I'm also ret- I'm excited about the return of Speechless. It's a half-hour comedy that starts again for season two on this Wednesday, the 27th, on ABC at 8.30 Eastern Time. Um, now, I was originally drawn to this show because I have a child with special needs that is nonverbal. So, click, you know, you, you, I think I'd be interested. But I quickly learned that, yes, I can relate to it in a unique way, but it definitely has appeal to all families because at the root of it, it's it's a family comedy, and they just happen to have that circumstance. So, yeah, it, it it's woven in, and you, you see some people might be enlightened by it and have some awareness, and that's great. And the fact that I can relate to it um, in some specific ways is great. But it's just really, really funny. Um, it's an excellent cast. As John Ross Bowie is the dad, Minnie Driver as the mom. Uh, Micah Fowler plays JJ, who does have cerebral palsy um, in real life. And he plays um, JJ on the show. And then Mason Cook is um, the middle child. And Kyla Kennedy from The Walking Dead. we got to keep pulling them in. Um, she plays the youngest, Dylan, um, the younger sister. But it's just, don't feel like you can't relate to it if, you, if you're not part of the special needs community. It's, it's very, very funny. Um, and it, it, it kind of, you might think, oh, it touches me in a certain way. But one thing that it reminds me of is that, because you know, a lot of times you go through life, if you have kids with special needs or any unique circumstances, you tend to, it's easy to feel different from everybody else. But the thing about this show, yes, it's in there and, and you're aware of some differences, but it's really about the things you have to do like everybody else, going to school, picking vacations, um, you know, d- moving and, and just all different things. That is, so it kind of generalizes a little bit while it still highlights um, something unique. So if you haven't checked and it out, it's, it's funny. This is a half hour show? Yeah. It's a comedy, but I mean, it's hilarious, but it also has its heartfelt moments. They weave in, in and out really well. But yeah, it's a it's a thirty minute show. It's mm. between I think the Goldbergs and Modern Family on ABC mm. on Wednesdays. So check it out. Okay, and a couple of new shows I'm excited about. Um, yes, as Paul mentioned, or um, he talked about knowing a lot about the Marvel universe and enjoying those shows, and I admitted that I don't know a ton about it. But I am interested in this show, The Gifted, which has a tie-in to X-Men and the Marvel Universe somehow. Now, I'm not going to explain that because, again, I'm not an expert. But at the Oh, I can. It, I can go on at length about it if you need me to. Okay. All right. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what I know about it, and then we'll let Paul jump in because he can tell you a lot more. Um, so what I see as someone who's not an expert, it seems like at the root of it, it's a family show. And um, you know that the two children... They find out that they're what they call mutants, and those are frowned upon, I guess, in the community. There's some group, Sentinel Services, and you can go to their website, sentinelservices.com. It's this whole thing set up to yourself in the show, and um, 
they're talking about you need to be tested and and all these things and then you've got videos on the Facebook page for the gifted with mutants coming in um, doing videos don't trust them don't go there you know so it's it's kind of I like the way they're kind of pulling in people into the experience but I guess a little bit of twist that I see in it is that um, the father I don't know maybe Paul knows I don't know if he's part of the police or part of the Sentinel services but he's part of a group that that tries to eliminate or, or lock the, the mutants away. And now he finds out that his kids are and they have to go underground and on the run. Um, so that starts October 2nd on Fox at 9 p.m. And hey, Paul, if you want to jump in, tell us more about it. Oh, you got the premise down. Uh, the dad she's talking about is Stephen Moyer, who you might know as bill the vampire from from true blood so you probably know his face um not a lot of other recognizable stars in the show and there you might you might notice that there are marvel tv shows popping up kind of several places um abc has marvel agents of shield fox is going to have uh the gifted fx has legion netflix has those shows, Daredevil, Luke Cage, all those. And Hulu is going to have one called The Runaways uh, later this fall. And the interesting thing is, like, only some of those actually get to kind of coexist in the same creative universe because of the way Marvel originally sold the rights to individual characters before Disney bought them. So, you know, the X-Men movies, those are all Fox properties, whereas... All the Avengers movies are all Disney properties, right? Right. And un- until until they let that agreement lapse, even though those characters talk all the time in the comic books, they can't even know each other <laughs> oh, wow. in the TV shows. Okay. That's why the word mutant doesn't come up in Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's because Fox uh, owns it right now. Okay. Yeah. Paul's got the inside info or yeah. intel. Okay. And, well, and if you if this has gotten you interested in this show at all, that tomorrow on the 25th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, they are Eastern Time. They're having a live um, cast Q and A that will be streaming. I think it's like IGN.com um, on their Facebook and Twitter. So if you go to the Gifted on Facebook, you'll see a post about it. So if you're interested in all it, it in seeing some Q and A from the cast, they're doing that tomorrow at two o'clock. They had a huge presence at Comic Con in San Diego. Oh, huge. I bet. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think uh, they had one of those side of the building decals. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some good real estate right okay my last one i know monica's really interested in this one too um i mean like jay alluded to before we call ourselves so many shows and there are just so many shows we could list but we tried to limit ourselves to three or four so i'm going to throw one more out there um at you the brave starts on nbc 9 25 at 10 p.m eastern on nbc and it's called the brave it stars mike vogel demetrius gross Anne hayes and a bunch of other talented folks who have really been working out working with technical advisors really getting very well prepped to portray this elite team of um operators that um, some of them have um, technical and communications background most of them have been different 
Navy SEALs and different elite military groups, and they are just top-notch. And they it's not just going to take place in the Middle East. I did um, learn that in some of the interviews. I think the premiere um, takes place at a rescue mission that they do. They do these rescue missions, and that takes place in the Middle East. But they're going to be all around um, different countries. But I think their point of communications, is it um, in California, Monica? Do you remember? Like the command center where, where Anne Heche directs everything? Yeah, I do believe <clears throat> I do believe it is. Okay, so it's, you know, this re all these remote communications with these very um, tense missions, uh, rescue missions that are going on. And um, I believe it's from the producers of, or one, at least one of the producers of Homeland. So that maybe give you some kind of idea um, about it, just sort of the feel of it. So um, that, looks, that looks exciting to me. And, so and I want to grow... I want to grow up to be just like them. Yeah, don't you though? Yeah, I want to be yeah that tough and that talented and yeah, no doubt do good things for people. So tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern on NBC, The Brave. So Tracy, so, have you have you picked up on you picked up a uh, you you selected the Speechless and The Brave, okay? Uh huh. And it seems like we're in the middle of. You know how sometimes TV kind of kind of moves all at once in, in in certain directions, and there seems to be a whole bunch of shows following certain themes. Yeah. Well, it seems like special needs is one. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I don't know why, but military shows seems yes. to be something big this fall. You yes. pick the Brave, but there's one called Seal Team, another one mm -hmm. called Valor coming out also. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the last ship is already on, which is you know pretty firmly entrenched military show. Right. What do you make of that? You know, I, well, I've noticed it too. I, it, I noticed a couple things. I this is a little bit of an aside. I didn't know about the the Brave until I happened to be watching reruns or something on TV because I found that I've been watching so much on streaming television on Netflix and Hulu and different services that I was like, I wasn't even aware of this. Um, so when I finally watched some actual TV, I, I learned about it. And then um, I, as I learned about that, then I started seeing, like you said, commercials for the seal and other things. And I was like, wow, these, these are very similar. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to explain it except, you know, zombies and vampires were a popular genre for a while. But I mean, it also, it, I, I would imagine that it reflects a lot of, you know, what we have going on and what we're passionate about, you know, in our lives. Um, so, but yeah, I definitely noticed that as well. Do you have a take on it? I, I can't, I can't really figure. I mean, it's not like we have any, any fresh wars, right? <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I can't, I can't exactly put my finger on why the military stuff would be on an upswing. I'm glad to mm -hmm. see the special needs stuff. Like uh, yeah. Wendy identified uh, the good doctor and right. they make it pretty clear the guy has Asperger's right away. Um, and then you mentioned speechless. Have either of you seen Atypical on Netflix? I haven't, but I've heard of it. That was another one I was going to name. Yeah. Atypical was amazing. We accidentally binged watch it. You know how that happens when you, yeah. you start watching it? And then, you know, you keep saying one more, one more. And then it was like, there's no more. And we we're like, what? What we finished the entire season just now, like literally didn't leave the couch. That's amazing. It was really great. It took it to the next level. It's like speechless on cable because okay. it it allowed for um, the conversation to get a little bit even more real. 
uh, like dating and sexuality and how does that all look in the special needs world? How do you support that? How do you uh, portray that accurately? And um, it was really great. And it showed parents uh, of special needs kiddos with, you know, again, the same problems like everybody else, but with that added layer, you know, what is that right. do exactly? And I mean, it was really great. I highly recommend it. Cool. I might check that out. Yeah. And as far as like the military stuff, I mean, yeah, I think they're, tr I think things trend at different times, but I mean, we, ha we have a lot of veterans of foreign wars now. I mean, it's a large part of our population. There's been so much conflict and, you know, um, over in the Middle East and, and Maybe that's it, that there's not no fresh, there's not any fresh wars, but there right. are a lot of, uh, right. uh, warriors having come home. Yeah. So that's, that's the only thing I can, I can think of. And I think that's, that's, you know, that's an, a very important demographic. So, um, yeah, that's a, I like that you brought that up. That's a good point, looking at those trends. So, awesome. Anybody else have anything they want to share before we finish up on so many shows, Roundtable Rumble? You know, I Monica, was just... Monica, yeah. I was just kind of wondering, um, you know, like, what is everybody um, doing as far as some coverage? Like, Tracy, you've got um, some of your social media stuff. Like, what can our... What can our um, our followers expect from us with all these new shows coming out. Okay. Well, um, you'll be seeing from me um, posted on the So Many Shows podcast like you're listening to right now, TNT Talk. And my friend Tamisha and I cover Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead um, on that podcast, the TNT Talk podcast. So that will be posted on this feed for sure. And um, see, dailies, what are, you guys have some that you, you're podcasting on and you, you write some reviews as well. Right. Um, we write our our big reviews right now on the Orville, and uh, I'm not sure what else we're doing for the rest of the fall on that, but okay. uh, then we will podcast on both dailyreview.com and so many shows.com uh, for, uh, for travelers. That's coming back in mid-October, and probably Stranger Things after that. Cool. Okay. And Monica, you have Monica's reality, so she'll be keeping us um, up to date on the reality shows. And then anything else we need to know about from you? Um, yeah, you know, so many shows. Um, we're just coming out with our internet radio, and Wendy and I are going to be doing um, some radio for The Walking Dead this year. Awesome. Can't have and enough for The Walking Dead. Right. And I think, you know, Wendy and I have talked about it. I think we may go back and do some... Um, and Wendy, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we're going to go back and watch um, season seven and do some radio on that as well to kind of get Absolutely. kind yeah. of a, cool. you know, history and talk about that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Catch up. That, mm -hmm. That's always good. I mean, I always enjoy when podcasts and different groups go back and revisit older episodes. It's You kind of get something different out of them each time. So that's awesome. Anything else from you, Wendy? You do have Wendy Watch every day. If you want to know what's coming <laughs> on, you just got to tune into the Wendy Watch video. Oh, it's a lot of fun to do that. Um, I want to say that I am deeply, deeply missing Colony. And it's not coming back in the fall. It's not coming back until, right. I think, January 2018, a.k.a. forever. But Colony on USA is, like, my all-time favorite show ever in the shows of ever, <laughs> ever. Ever, and ever, 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 ever. I just, you know what? I love The Walking Dead, 
But like if one of my kids trips and falls and breaks a leg during the Walking Dead, I'll take him to the ER. If that happens during Colony, they either have to wait or their dad has to bring them because, you know, it's Colony. You it's heard on. it here. You heard it here. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm missing that one, too. I really miss um, the cast so much. The uh, uh, Peter Jacobson, and you know, you know how much I miss Tori Kittles, and oh, yeah. um, and uh, Josh and Sarah, and um, just how much that they appreciate everybody else. So yeah, um, that sh- that is the show I am most looking forward to coming back. But I guess that's a winter release. Sadly. Yes. Okay. Well, we should probably do this again uh, in the before the winter shows come. And what is this that we're doing, Paul? The wheel of shows. Right. We'll need to do. We'll need to do the winter version of that. Um, but for now. For now, that's uh, that's what we're looking forward to in the fall. We'd love to hear from you all. You can find us at so many shows.com and we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and if you want to find us on Twitter, it's so underscore many underscore shows. And our motto is so many shows, so little time, so much fun. And we'll also keep you posted on the radio portion of the show we're just going to be everywhere so to talk about tv because there's so much of it so all right i'm tracy i'm jay i'm wendy paul caroline and i'm monica all right and we're out for tonight